What's going on, Versus Community? It's your boy, Cell, along with my co-host. It's Ron. So, coming to the to the podcast, talking about the uh, the changes in the rules for the next tournament for the uh, double exposure uh, photo format, and also coming with you for the, uh, the spoilers we got yesterday, uh, Wednesday, finally got some spoilers for the next uh, photo set, the Spider-Man-based photo set. So... Uh, first thing we want to talk about is the change that happened to the uh, the tournament coming up in Vegas. So the tournament is coming up in Vegas, I believe, on the on the ninth, I think it is, of March. And one of the things that we saw happen is uh, Ryan Roper is the host of the tournament, and he decided to. And no, it's the 7th. I think it's March 7th. And he decided with UD support to ban Outriders and ban the mayor slash parallel dimensions interaction. So um, with that banning, of course, you change the, the, uh, the meta for the tournament. But also there's a new Spider-Man set that's going to be coming out that will be viable before that change even happens before that tournament even happens. So um, what's your thoughts about this, uh, this the new bands that take place that basically neuter the, the format, Vern? I mean, all right. So just on general principle, I don't like the idea of banning anything unless it's absolutely necessary, unless it's something that's just absolutely broken uh, that you can't deal with, you know, we we were at midwinter and neither of those interactions approach that level. Really they don't even get close to that level. So you no, know, just on general principle, I don't like the idea. Um of course though it's their tournament. He can he can run it how he wants. Um but it's just a few things that kind of make it a little bit weird. So uh first of all, you know, what's this gonna mean for the future? It, it, this could be setting like a dangerous precedent as far as um, when the previews come out and people see the cards and, you know, maybe somebody <laughs> feels like they just want to ban a possible interaction before, you know, we even get into the format. You know, that's just going to change the whole way the game is supposed to be played if something like that happens. I'm not saying it will, but it, there's not a possibility where anything could happen. Um, also, like, like I said earlier, these, these situations are broken. The outriders are broken. We prove that despite the results, despite the fact that outriders won the entire tournament, we prove that the outriders aren't broken and other teams, maybe not our team, but other teams prove that <laughs> mayor Wilkins isn't broken either. So now we're banning them from being played before this new photo Spider-Man set even comes out, which could have had something that could have helped deal with that, you know, the matchups even more. So it just feels a little weird, but you know, it's, it's their tournament. So my main thing as a competitor, I want to play the best. I want to play the best. I'm not necessarily there 
to just win the tournament. I want to consistently play the best characters. We were fortunate enough to have John Phillips and Robert Smallwood at the same tournament, playing in multiple events. You know what I mean? So these dudes have the credentials with wins and wins and wins to say, hey, we're the best. And they're playing the best MC. And they're playing the best uh, the best strategies. You know what I'm saying? So whenever you go to a tournament and you see certain people there, you know, hey, if I get a win against these dudes, that's a feather in my cap. You know what I mean? But now, if you take away one of the, the strongholds, which is basically saying take away the big bad for a tournament, then then that win isn't going to be as valid. It's just not going to be yeah. the same. You know, so it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you're taking away Outriders, you're taking away this mayor interaction because, oh, Outriders is what? Outriders is ridiculous? Yeah. But our team, we, we got four people on our team that got three and two at midwinter, and we got one person that went four and one in Swiss. So we weren't having issues with Outriders, and we were saying in the podcast, this is how you beat Outriders. So what's the problem? Outriders is completely beatable. Now, if you don't want to follow that strategy in order to beat Outriders, that's fine. There's there's a couple of other ways to beat Outriders aside from Yondu and Scourge, but it's it's like Outriders is is completely beatable. But now, by getting rid of Outriders, by getting rid of the mayor interaction, you're opening up a power vacuum that may be replaced by whack MCs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These MCs don't deserve to win. They don't have the credibility. And it'll always be an asterisk because it's like, hey, if Outriders were there, this whack MC wouldn't have got top eight. This whack MC, like, you, you, you wouldn't have been able to pull this off if it wasn't for Outriders. Now, if you're in a situation you can get top eight and Outriders, you're dealing with the big bad. That'd be, a, that'd be a different story. But like I said, like you said, Vern, it, it sets a dangerous precedent because now it's like, okay, you're going to a regional. This is early in the year. We're not going to Gen Con till August. And we got regionals for different formats coming up. So now with this banning, are we going to see a whole bunch of other bands even before these tournaments kick off? Because we're still going to be getting cards, and like this, this Spider-Man set may change everything. We don't know, and that's one of the things we've said before. That's one of the things that they've said about banning before. They need enough data to be able to say, "Hey, this interaction is going to be broken." Same thing with Cosmo. We only had two in a, uh, two uh, tournaments before Origins and, and Gen Con. Origins and Gen Con. Eventually, they banned Cosmo. Eventually, they banned and replaced Singularity. You know, so it was like, okay, we see that these interactions are going to be a problem. Cool, that's fine. After you had enough data, this one tournament didn't prove that. And like Bert said in the this weekend versus, you still got James Bond set coming up. So now you're going to wind up reintroducing Outriders to the photo set because we see every winter we have this photo set. 
So now what? We, we're going to ban Outriders outright now? What if something else ridiculous comes along and the only people that can handle it is Outriders? It's the only MC that can handle it. You know, so so we really said this is a slippery slope to be banning stuff outright just because, oh, we see some bad play interactions with it. And another thing that people didn't, I don't think they took into consideration was you have heavy hitters who are coming to this tournament and are probably going to beat the snot out of you because they're so much better. And you're going to wish you had Outriders. Kirk and Eric are going to come to Vegas and mop the floor with you because you don't have Outriders. And they probably got some secret strategy that they've been, been waiting to play. They're going to sit back and dust that mess off and now pull it out. Oh, we didn't see this coming. And, but you didn't have Outriders, so you didn't have a way to compete against it. Oh, well. So, so now how are you going to beat these people? I wouldn't be surprised if Kirk went 5-0. and Wouldn't even be surprised. You know, so... Uh, or Eric. So, so it's like, what are you, you going to do? And that's one of the things that we constantly talk about as a team, with t- as Team Apex. At the very least, me and Vernon, we constantly talk about playing the anti-meta just so we can have more of an edge against the people we know are playing the meta. So why not just play something that's anti-meta? There's, there's just so many ways around it that didn't require a ban, an outright ban. Man, you're and the going game is constantly, the game's constantly growing, dude. The game is constantly hard. growing. This is so it's it's like I don't think we had enough evidence to sit back and say outriders just needs to be banned. Not after one tournament, you know. So I mean, if, if you lost, you just lost. You know, I didn't make top eight. I mean, I, I made top eight, but I didn't. I didn't even make top four. I'm still trying to make top four. You know, so after after a while, real talk. Maybe you need to look at your skills. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's not the MC. Ooh. Maybe you're making bad play decisions. <laughs> oh. Go back and review the tape. That's one of the reasons why I record all my games so I can review, and sit back and practice and study myself and my opponent, no matter how fast I get whooped. So I can be better. You know, I mean, like you say, you see people like Robert Smallwood constantly winning. You see people like John Phillips constantly winning. You know, Globo Gym, stay, stay top eight. They stay top eight. They must be doing something right that's got nothing to do with MCs. There's, there's a method to the madness. So if you're, you're complaining about outriders, maybe you the problem. Maybe it's got nothing to do with the MC. Do you find yourself complaining about the big bad every format? Do you find yourself complaining about a certain MC or a support character every format? Maybe it's you. <laughs> At this point, it's got nothing to do with the game. Maybe you're just a mediocre player. And you need to up the skills. And that's just what it is. When we was at our first Origins, we got curb stomped. We were the five of us were at the bottom of thirty something people. I was what out of, out of the five of us? What was I? Twenty eighth? I have no idea. You, you know what I mean? Oh, is, it, is, it okay me, is it okay for me to stick my head up now? Because there's all these bullets and and missiles. I'm just saying, man, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, if you want to be in the tournament, 
<laughs> then the best of the best should be able to play at the tournament. The best MCs, the best support characters, the best players, the best of the best should oh. be at every single tournament. So banning unnecessarily or, or just to appease the masses, it, it to me, my, my two cents, it ain't the way to go. It ain't the way to go. That's not how you're gonna gonna get good competition in the game. That that's not how you're gonna get people to be encouraged to be creative. You know, is I, I just don't agree with it. I just think it's a terrible, terrible idea. But like I said, when we was at the, our first Gen Con, we got stumped. We went back and reevaluated the process. We realized we sucked. And now let's fix it. Okay, cool. And we worked on it. And from that point forward, every time Team Apex showed up, we top aided at the major event. We top aided every single time. Because I'd have been in three or four top eights. Vern been in three, four top eights. You know, well, man, Bam is second place at C2E2. Ralph was second place last year at midwinter. We reevaluated the process. Just reevaluate what you're doing. And the next format that comes up, sit back and say, hey, who's the best MC? How can I do the best with this MC? And say, hey, what MCs beat the best MC? How can I play the best with this MC? That's part of the process. And if UDE, after they've done some play testing, sit back and says, this card needs to be banned because of these interactions, okay, that's different. Because it won't be on the community then. It's on bad game design. Or they understand what they're trying to design for the future and they're fixing it now. Okay, makes sense. But roll with it. You know, singularity made sense. Not paying for that ability made sense. Cosmo made sense. You know, certain characters wouldn't even level up. Cosmo would be a staple in each deck. You're not even being creative at this point. You, you're just sticking Cosmo in just to get rid of stuff, just to get rid of effects and whatnot. You know, so like I said, uh, JJ would be useless if Cosmo was around. Completely useless. You know, so certain things that, that's going on wouldn't even be able to fly if Cosmo wasn't banned. So it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. But to just sit back and have random bannings outside of what is already a constricted format. Nah, not cool with that. Is it okay, is it okay to come up for air, man? <laughs> Remind me of them cartoons with them, all them bees be chasing the characters. He got to jump in the water. <laughs> Man, I'm just like, just let's just be better as a community. Let's just be better. You know, that's that's my two cents, man. Just, let's just be better. Let's get better. Let's let's get in the Discord, talk about how we can win, instead of complaining about how we lost. Because that's how we're gonna get better. We shouldn't be pulling down good MCs. We should be pushing ourselves up to meet the challenge. Yeah. It's you know? since since you went there because you 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 definitely went there. Um, it's about approach to the game and and competition itself. So we sit here having never won an overall event, like and, and and so let's just put it out there: we never won an overall event. Um, but three years ago, 
even saying that, I don't I don't think I would have even thought I would have ever been consistently competing against the best at the level I'm at now. So hey, I'm happy with that. And 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 moving forward, we just keep trying to get better so that we can win an overall event. Um, even the small events. Um, none of us have ever come in first place at uh, a small event. We've come close. Uh, some of us have gotten like two, but, you know, second or third or whatnot. Dude, um, didn't you just win two small events at Mayweather? Man, I'm talking about overall big tournaments, man. I right, we ain't talking about I'm not talking about the side events, okay? Oh, not the side events. We we've won side events. events. We've won gotcha. side events. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. just like an overall like general tourney. Right. Um, yeah. you know, none of us have ever won that. We've come close. Yeah. But you know, just the fact that we are regularly competing and that we're having high level matches against the best players is is cool, man. Like that that makes me happy to say that and to compete yeah. against them. Now yeah. I say that I say that saying this. The best players are the best players for a reason. Right. And this band is not gonna change that. And that that that's why that's that's one of the things I don't like about it is how does this band make Robert Smallwood not win? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. okay, so you took away Outriders. Is that gonna stop Robert Smallwood from finding the best MC for the new meta and winning with that? Is that gonna stop? John Phillips for coming up. Matter of fact, this probably helps somebody like John Phillips. Oh, okay. No outriders. Let me make something even more insane (laughs) to win with. It's not going to stop the best players from being the best players. Right. Now, having said that, perhaps, perhaps, or maybe, or whatever word you want to use, maybe you just want a different meta. You just don't want to deal with outriders. Or you just don't want to deal with the parallel dimension mess. And I will admit that that uh that Mayor Wilkins parallel dimension mess ain't fun to deal with. Matter of fact, it's not even fun for the player that's playing it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I just and that's one of the reasons why I made I grinded that mess out as long as I could. Cause I'm like, hey, I'm gonna make you play this deck you don't even like playing that you just played just because. It's not fun. That the mayor is not fun, but whatever. It's not going to change the dynamics of the people that are playing. It's right. still <clears throat> the same players with the same level of skills. Yep. And it doesn't change it doesn't change the level of skill. It doesn't change your it doesn't make you a better player because you took away some MC. So now, if they go have this tournament and you still finish outside of the top eight, what's your now excuse? What? Right. Exactly. Right. Because l- logically, if you're still trying to play the meta and you remove two of the big bads, there's a power vacuum. Now you don't have the information necessary to understand what's the meta and what's the anti-meta. But I bet you the Buckendorfs know. I bet you Global Gym know. Robert Smallwood, Burt, Ralph, bet you they know. 
Let you John Phillips know. So if you already trash, or at the very least, at your best, you're mediocre, and you still finished, consistently finished outside of top eight, this band did not help you. It actually hurt your uh, your chances. You would man, have a Ralph better chance. Ralph's salivating at the mouth right now, man. You know Ralph is. <laughs> he is Ralph like... loving this. He yes. he about to pull out this, pull out this red skull, pull out Valkyrie, whatever yes. she was talking about before. So now it's like, okay, these are people who stay top eighting, and now because they're better players and they're cooler under pressure and they make better decisions than the people who finish outside of top eight, this isn't going to help you. You needed those MCs in order just to compete. Now you took away your own competition. That that you you literally literally blew your kneecaps off with a shotgun. It's a it, it took away the focus is what right. I think it took away. Right. So, Which is why there's a power vacuum now and now we have a limited amount of time with this power vacuum being here to find out what the new meta is going to be and then be able to find out what the anti-meta is going to be and then figure out what support characters, plot twists, equipments, if any, need to go in these decks. That's terrible. That's a that's a terrible format to be going. You going into a storm. Just you you going into just a, a a hurricane of trouble, especially like I said, with some of these heavy hitters that's gonna be there. And like I said, if you still finish outside the top eight. Without Outriders, without the mayor, maybe it's you. You know? So, like I said, I really hope that this isn't some slippery slope where every time somebody has a tournament, we're going to just get a whole bunch of bannings every single tournament now until we get to uh, Gen Con. Where it can actually be not not be bannings that's unnecessary, you know. So, but <sighs> I'm I'm done with photo. So, and I got top eight. <laughs> and once again, I got a check coming. So with outriders in the mix. So I'm done with it. You know what? I'm, I'm not going nothing to till probably Gen Con. So, <laughs> you know what's sad. After the tournament, we sat there and looked at everything and was like, wow, I now see some things that I could have done that would have made this even even better. Right. And it's like, it, it's, we were so close. And it's not, it's not something that's unsolvable, man. Right. The mayor isn't unsolvable. The outliers aren't unsolvable. And there are a few MCs that can fit answers in both decks. And it's like, now we don't even get to see. Like I want to, even if even if it is, does end up being Robert Smallwood again, I want to see somebody. It won't probably wouldn't even be Smallwood. It'd probably be somebody like John Phillips or Scott or somebody that comes up with a way to fit everything in one deck and 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 wins. Like I mean. It it man, it's just it's just disappointing. It's disappointing in that in that way. I wanted to see somebody come back and answer 
And, and you know what? We've seen tournaments where the big bads didn't win. Yeah. You know, we've we've had Namor win a regional. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know that that was the craziest top eight of all top four of all the time. All time. We had Namor and Royce in the top four. I mean, come on. It's it's not it's not something that can't be done. Right. So it it is what it is though, man. We just have to uh, people have fun uh trying to figure out this meta. Whatever I'll, it is. I'll give you a clue though. <laughs> you better be able to you better be able to win by turn six. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That too. Be able to win by turn six. That's all I'm gonna say. Don't don't think just because outriders is gone. All outriders gone uh means is that it's gonna be harder. <laughs> it's gonna be harder to be aggro, but you, you better figure it out. Yep. Or whatever it is you try to pull off, you better be able to pull it off before turn six. Agreed. Yeah, so I guess that's the end of uh end of the rant, dealing with the, the bands there. You know, so we'll see what comes out of it after uh after March, March seventh. And uh hopefully they'll be able to twitch it or stream it or whatever so we can see what's going on, uh get the play by play. So Yeah, we gotta see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be. Um, I hate to say it, but I don't think it's gonna be interesting. I, I think it's gonna be a uh, slaughterhouse. So, but <laughs> like I said, we'll we'll see. I, I, I did it, my part. It, I did my part for the photo. I, I it has it has potential to be interesting. No, it don't. Oh, um, it, it it does. If... No, it don't. <laughs> it it does, man. Think it through. I, think it through. Think I, it through. <laughs> I know, I know what I'd be doing. I know what I'd be doing. But the same people that's about to show up is going to be the same <laughs> people that still make top eight, even without uh, outriders. They're going to be the same people. Likely, that is most likely true. So, like I said, so now it's like, why am I showing up? All the top people are playing, but I don't have the top MC to play. You know, so. But, but the it's thing gonna is, be a slaughterhouse. The thing is, playing a top MC is never playing a top MC has never allowed guaranteed you. anything. Right. It doesn't, right. it doesn't mean you're gonna be better than the other people that's playing a top MC. Right. Why I, I still don't why not go with something else so that it'll give you a chance? Why not go with a counter so it'll give you a chance? Against those players, right? Yep. And and again, you know, saying that maybe everybody just can't operate with like Team Apex. And I'm not saying mm -hmm. that you have to. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it takes a certain mindset to do it. Because you know, even within Team Apex, <laughs> there, there's a reason we rarely play. Matter of fact, this is the first time we ever played the same MC. The first time. Uh, no, it's the second team. time. <clears throat> the second me, and, me and Jamar played X23 at Gen Con. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's rare. It right. is the yeah. point. It's rare. And Jamar, even though he played, you know, even though he played X23, it's not really his it's it wasn't really his thing. Right. And Odin kind of was just a last minute switch for you. So my thing is, you know, I did the same thing with Odin I did with X23. 
I saw the massive amount of potential that was there. And I said, let me put this to the side and play everything else first. And then I can go back to Odin with like a week or two left because I see the massive potential. Same thing what I did with Gen Con. You see, I didn't play. We tested for Gen Con for what? Nine weeks? At minimum two about weeks. About nine weeks. Yeah. I didn't play X-23 at all. I played X-23, what, the, the week before? And when I saw my wife was beating my Gambit deck with X-23 and she didn't know what she was doing, I was like, yeah, I'm taking X-23. My wife was beating decks I was coming up with and she didn't even know what she was doing. X-23 was winning against everybody but Mimic. Was she so, talking okay. junk while she was doing it? She didn't know she was winning. <laughs> what? Like I said, that's 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 what the deck was doing. She she was winning and she didn't even know it. <clears throat> I'm just explaining the rules to her, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, so then I should be doing this. I should be doing that. that. That's funny for unexpected reasons. But it's the same thing with Odin. Once we once I was over at your house when I had that day off and we was playing, uh we you had switched the game up and figured out some stuff, the new stuff to do with Odin. And Odin stopped losing. Like, straight up, like, never like, lost. Like, period. <laughs> right. It was like, okay, let me stop wasting my time with Odin then. I see this dude is just, just giving this massive beat down. Let me stop wasting my time. Let me go back to some of these other MCs. You know, let me theorize with Ghost a little bit. Now that we got X-Files out, let me see what's going on with Shuri. We came up with something new for Shuri, and Jamar plays Shuri. You tested Bark Monsters. We had the uh, Model deck. For, uh, sure. for Bam, you know what I'm saying. Oh. So, sure, like I said, we Folks came up with a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> what you say? Folks need to get on that Shuri. She was she. I'm, I, I yeah. talk about that article. Yeah, it's massive potential for Shuri. Massive. Yeah, bro. But man, let's let's go ahead and get these uh these spoilers in. All right. So we finally got the spoilers for the Spider Man set. Um, so we got MC, few SCs, and a plot twist. So let's go ahead and get into it. So, of course, for Spider-Man set, who we start off with, we start off with Spider-Man himself. Uh, this is the photo set. So this is a uh, hero's affiliation. Name of the character is Spider-Man, level one. He's three, three with five health. And he has uh, climb as an ability. We all know what Climb does. You exhaust the location that started main phase to put a 1-1 one, one count on Spider-Man. Homecoming is the level up. He has 4 XP. When Spider-Man climbs a location he hasn't climbed this game, he gains an XP. I like this card because of Climb, but I don't like this card because you need 4 XP. That's ridiculous. If you whiff... <sighs> If you whiff just once, you're dead. Yeah. You are dead. So that is a that's a that's a rough level up. That is a rough level up. But he does have a lot of potential. He does definitely have a uh, a lot of potential. Uh, I like that they clarified. That um, it says a location he hasn't climbed. So that means if you play a red in the resource row on turn one and you climb, and you play a different red on turn two, you can climb, use that resource to climb 
and you'll still get XP. So it doesn't matter what the type is. It just has to be a brand new location that came out. You know, so. Yep. So what you think about now you want to do both the, the level one and the level two, then talk about Spider-Man or you want to just talk about this level one first? Yeah, we can talk about the level one. Um, uh, that level up is is rough. It's a rough level up. But um, I kind of understand why it's a rough level up because it gets stupid once he does level. <laughs> but before we get to that, though, I mean, I, I do like the balance stats for him. Um, that one climb will get you to 4-4, four, four, which means you can get a, um, you know, you can at least get an attack in. Mm-hmm. I was going to say against an outrider, but it, <laughs> that doesn't matter at this point. Right. But uh, you can at least get an attack in. You can do something. Um, a lot of the photo universe MCs, that 4-4 will allow you to at least compete while he's still at low level. Because a lot of the uh, MC stats aren't completely out of hand. Right. I also like it because the way he's set up, um, you can do so you, there are so many options for how he can be built. It is you mono with him. Um, you can go some type of weird mixture. There, are, I thought of, I thought of, I think he works with almost every team actually. Oh, I, uh, I see that. Yeah, just from the level two. And if you want to just mix up a bunch of teams, he works like that too. Uh, that you can go discard with him; it will work. <laughs> you can you, you can just do. There's a lot. There's a ton of potential, and there's a ton of variety uh, with this card. Um, and yeah, he could. They couldn't make the. They couldn't make it three. He couldn't get it after three because it would. If he levels on turn three, it's and with only two wounds. It's just yeah. He'd no. be really. He'd be really powerful. <laughs> no, you can't. You had. They had to do it. Yeah, let's just move on to level two. (laughs) (laughs) So we got level two. Level two Spider-Man still got the hero affiliation. He goes from 3-3. His stats are now 6-6. Still has five health. So these are the keywords that Spider-Man has. Far from home. When one of the following locations appears on your side. Academy, draw two cards. Fortress, put three plus one plus one counters on Spider-Man. Laboratory, put three minus one minus one counters on an enemy character. Training ground, Spider-Man strikes an enemy character. Avengers Tower counts as one of the above locations. Paragliding, second keyword. At the start of your main phase, you may exhaust a location on your side. If you do, put a plus one plus one counter on Spider-Man and he has flight this turn. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Yeah. This would completely change how you would build the deck based off the strategy you believe is best. <sighs> because your level up is going to still be consistently the same. I could see uh, off the top of my head putting um, a lone gunman in the deck just so you can start drawing more cards to make sure you can play a location every turn and get some type of consistency from that. But once you level up and you start hitting these locations and playing those Avengers Towers and 
calling out one of these one of these maneuvers that's gonna best suit it. And keep in mind, you still paragliding, which is replacing your climb, but better. You get a counter and you get in flight. So now the stuff that you hiding in the back row, useless. Keep in mind, this dude is big enough to take Odin now. You know what I'm saying? Odin, he's big enough to take whoever. That's my point. Odin Re-pair is the biggest. Paraglide again, just so I can make sure it say what I think it says. At the start of your main <laughs> phase, you may exhaust the location on your side. If you do, put a one-one counter on Spider-Man, and he has flight this turn. One okay, paraglide so will give him flight and a counter. Location. It's just one location. Right. No, he don't. He, you may exhaust a location. You ain't just okay. exhausting a ton of locations. All right, because that—that's just—that would just be stupid. No, it's still stupid because you could easily play a fortress or play an Avengers Tower, put three counters on this dude, then exhaust it, and he'll be ten ten with flight. So it's still stupid. Don't keep. keep oh yeah, it's, it's still stupid. Keep in <laughs> mind some of the support characters we about to read. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, uh-huh. it's about to get crazy than a mug up in here. Because this yep. just a few cards. We we got five cards. This is five cards from this preview, and it's already about to get crazy. So keep in mind what level two Spider-Man does, because the next card is Aunt May. May Parker, rather. So obviously, this is uh um dang, I forget her name. Marissa Tomei. So this version of May Parker, because sometimes we immediately go to Aunt May. Pretty version. May come. Right, right, <laughs> yes. So, this level one hero affiliation, zero three, Bert called it. Uh, one of a kind, Bert called it. So, um, friends and family, uh, when a Spider-Man character is protecting May, he has plus three, plus three. One health. That's ridiculous, dude. That's ridiculous. So if he uses if Spider-Man, the level two Spider-Man plays that fortress and gets three three and is protecting Aunt May, a man is is twelve twelve. Because he'll have three counters on him and he's getting three three from May. Then when he exhausts right, when he exhausts for the paraglide and he's thirteen thirteen. And these are all continuous effects. This isn't even paragliding. Is, the flight is just for the turn. The counter is not. So this dude is going to get the crap beat out of him for probably three turns, get big, and just get the stomping. Because if you're <laughs> going to have a, It's going to be a minute before you get somebody out there until Ego comes out and Ego can get the insta-kill or somebody has Hawkeye in their deck. You know what I'm saying? And even Hawkeye is in a sure hit. You know, so... Because uh, uh, you can just play Mortal in the back and lock out Hawkeye. So you got to get rid of Hawkeye and somehow get over this uh, this gigantic uh-huh. Spider-Man before you can even do something to this dude. You know, so it's... So thoughts on uh, May Parker? I mean, it's... it's... It's plain and simple. It's just a good card. It's, it's, it's like all of these one of a kind uh, character specific guy guys that they've come out with for photo. She's she's great if you if you can get it, even if you got a Heimdall in. I mean, plus you, three plus three is that's a permanent. Huge. Yeah, that's a 
I mean, everybody hated Thor because he gave three negs. So, right, <laughs> a permanent three positives that has to be great, right? So exactly. So, like I said, and just Heimdalling her in on turn four, a uh, turn, uh, turn two rather, and then just being able to play Albert Tanner, you know what I mean, or uh, being able to play uh, whoever from the Monsters of the Week team just so you could play Lazarus Bowl and get her back. You know? Mm-hmm. So, so like I said, it's she she going to be around a lot. I, I don't see her going anywhere if you got a, if you got a Spider-Man main character. So, now, going on to our next uh, support character for the for the spoilers, Tony Stark, hero, two cost, one three, one health, a.k.a. Iron Man. He has two, uh, he has a keyword in superpower. He has genius at the start of your turn, draw a card. He also has I'm not here, which is build blue or yellow. Put a hero Iron Man supporting character from your hand onto your side with Swarm. So now this is going to allow you to play an Iron Man from your hand. Iron Man is already what? A four drop with flight. So you might be able to still attack and protect Spider-Man so he's not taking a wound and protect Tony Stark to give you the genius to draw another card. Or draw an extra card. And if you already got yellows in the deck, then you can use that yellow during the build phase two to play uh, genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. You know, so... I definitely see this card coming in handy. This card is stupid good. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. stupid good. It really is. Your your ability to not play the get this effect off is slim because you get the blue ability or you get the yellow in order to pull off I'm not here. So that means you can put blues in the deck, yellows in the deck, wilds in the deck. And now you have a one out of five chance of getting the location you need. And on turn turn uh, three, you can always Heimdall this dude in. Heimdall him in on turn three. Or if Heimdall been out already from turn one and survived, Heimdall him in on turn two. Then play Iron Man. Now Iron Man can team attack with Spider-Man. Or Spider-Man can not take a hit and get blocked by having Iron Man out, out front. What is he, a 5-5? Five, five? Yeah, that's what he starts at. Right. Then what are you going to do? GBPP a lone gunman? And then power them jokers up because you're going to get a resource point. So and and I, I, I haven't even, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things you can do. I don't even think there's, I don't even think that there is a set way to, that you have to do it. Right. Just the fact that on turn two, I can bring a turn a four a four cost character in with flight and range. And I can use that character to protect the characters that are that that I'm trying to get built up. And he has swarm now, and he can use GBPP. Give me an extra resource point, possibly to play in Aunt May or something. And I'm drawing a card, possibly two cards, if I can keep Tony Stark alive. I mean, come on, man! It can get out of hand real quick. <laughs> Ridiculous! Real quick, and here here's what's going to make it make it even more ridiculous. The plot twist that they gave us: hero stamped alter ego, 
Alter Ego says, build phase, choose character on your side, and make up a new name. That character loses its current name and gains a new name until it leaves play. That character has stealth this turn. So, now, just to clarify, make up a new name means you rename a character with something that is not already the name of a character anywhere in the Versus System two-player card game. Some examples of made-up names are Night Monkey, Tiger, and The Menace. So, you're not going to use this to name somebody something so they can get a, an ability, like some Gamora, Nebula, back and forth. No, you're going you're gonna to have to name them something that doesn't exist anywhere in the game on any card. So, um, they definitely kept Alter Ego from being more broken than it already is. Alter Ego is ridiculous because obviously by making up a new name for a character, that means you've, sub you've overcome the uniqueness issues. So, if I sit back and say, oh, I got May Parker, later in the game, if Spider-Man is still alive, I can play May Parker and, and have her out, play Jen, go get another May Parker out of my wish pile, rename the one May Parker to Night Alley Whacker. And, right. And then play another May Parker, <laughs> making my Spider-Man a 6-6 six, six because I've changed her name, but I didn't change her keyword. So if I can put out as many May Parkers as possible just by renaming one of them, just keep renaming them different stuff and just keeping this ability out, it, that's ridiculous, dude. And some of the some of the characters we have that we got four of, not just one of a kinds, but we got four of, that's going to be rough. Because now you got people that you really, really gonna have a problem with. Because having them being able to have the same team affiliation but different names means that they can team attack now too. Because <clears throat> we've seen how problematic Super Soldiers is. So imagine that situation on somebody else. That's gonna really be a problem. And with this being a build ability, that means if the character survives, you can play this ability on a character, then play their their counterpart that same turn versus this being a main ability having to use this because you don't know if this character is going to get stunned or not. So you can really hold on to Alter Ego till you get a combo in place. That's that's messed up. Because you've had yeah. many, think about it, we've had plenty of times where you had the same character in your hand but all you could do, the best you could do is power them up. And that's it. So you're telling me if I got a Scourge out, I could play this Scourge on turn two. Oh, look, he survived. Now I can sit back, rename Scourge on turn three, play this Scourge, and then have him team attack with the renamed Scourge. Or you could have it the same deal with Crew Cut Man. Oh, I got Crew Cut Man number one. I got Crew Cut Man that I just recruited. Boom. You, you know what I mean? So now they get the team attack, draw two cards if they stun uh, stun the support character. So, like I said, it can it can get ridiculous real quick. I, I like, I seriously like Alter Ego. I think some of these cards is going to force people to start putting Rocket back in their deck just so they can start getting cards out of their KO pile and reusing them because they're going to just be that valuable. Rocket and Willow are getting huge rock, uh, value boosts. That's, uh, I've talked to a few people online uh, in the DMs, and 
it's the photo universe is is just super mad scientisty now. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's some it's some crazy stuff you can do with this card combining it with some other interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing broken, but some stuff that if you can pull off, it is just man. And I and out of respect for what some people have came up with, I'm I'm not gonna say anything, but yeah. Uh alter ego is stupid. <laughs> it's just a stupid card. Yeah. It'll be fun though. It'll be fun to see what people come up with. But alter ego is gonna cause some issues. Um and it's and it's just a it's just just the fact that you can have double of double of potent cards on the field and you can get that card stealth too. That that could also be huge. I yep. mean, it's <clears throat> yeah, it's gonna see play. And the thing I think is gonna happen too, you're gonna have people who are going to take their MCs and rename them just so they can play the support version, which is already awesome. I can see people renaming Dana Scully just so they could play the main character and the support character. Because you're renaming a card. You're not it's not saying rename a support character. You can rename your main character, especially if you know your main character is not interacting with anybody else that way. Like for example, yep. I, I could rename Dana Scully because I don't believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't believe any other card is referencing Dana Scully. But if I'm playing Fox Mulder, I would not rename Fox Mulder because too many cards reference him directly. You know what I'm saying? So like, say, for example, you got Jeffrey Spender. Jeffrey Spender gives Mulder plus two counters. Okay, well, I'm not renaming Mulder. I'm just renaming Jeffrey Spender and trying to keep that fool alive. Because if I rename Jeffrey Spender, Night Monkey, Doofus Face, whatever, and then I play another Jeffrey Spender, <laughs> Mulder at the end of the turn getting four counters. You know what I'm saying? Man, I'm renaming the MC Dana Scully and playing another and playing a supporting character, Dana Scully, so I can heal my Dana Scully. Like I said, you got MCs out there that you like. Yeah, I'm gonna rename this dude. Like Odin, man. Yeah, I'll rename Odin. I'll rename Odin just so I can play his his main his support character. You know what I'm saying? Because no other cards I have are referencing Odin. Okay, cool. You know, but I can't rename um, I can't rename Tony Stark because then I won't have access to Happy Hogan. You know, right. I can't, you know, certain certain characters you're not going to be able to rename. You know, you got Christine for Doctor Strange. You got Mantis for um, what's his face? Um, what's that dude? The Celestial. Ego. You got Mant- uh, Mantis for Ego. <clears throat> so it's certain things that you know you're not going to be able to do. That's not you. You're not going to want to do, you know. But like I said, uh, this is this is going to be interesting. I think it's definitely going to be interesting when people are going to create completely different wish piles now, because they're going to be able to rename characters, and you're especially going to have to watch out for stall decks as the photo universe gets more and more popular. You have to watch out for stall decks because people are going to rename Thanos. They can rename Ego, and they're going to start having multiple big bads out. And imagine you got two, three Thanoses on your team, on your side. You messed up. You got to KO two people now instead of one. 
That's one of the reasons why, now that we got down to alter ego, that's one of the reasons why I didn't think that mayor ban was going to be necessary. You can sit back and drag it out if you want to with mayor, but just by adding alter ego to an Odin deck, I'm still going to smash you. Why? Because I'm going to keep playing all these different Thanoses. That's why. And I'm going to force you to have to deal with Thanos, or I'm going to keep playing this ability, playing Alter Ego. I'm going to keep playing Alter Ego and bringing out every single Thanos I got in my deck. And you're not going to be able to play the time game. This is just the first preview, and we've already seen some answers. <laughs> but hey, doesn't matter now. Right. Right. Like I said, and uh I mean dude, let me rename Mordo. Let me rename Mordo, hide him behind a flyer, and then I'm gonna play another Mordo on turn turn four. I'm gonna use Heimdall to bring him in on turn three. Then I'm gonna rename him on turn four, bring in another Mordo. You wanna see a messed up lock? That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty messed up. That's messed up. And that's just Mordo. I ain't even talking about somebody like like uh, Hella. I get multiple Hellas. Everything you play now is going to be messed up. Yeah, you kill this one Hella if you eventually can get her off the field because it's really lethal in photo. With this other Hella, how long is that going to take you to get rid of both of these Hellas? Two turns minimum? What you playing? Because I'm coming back and I'm going to be stunning your stuff and getting them off the field. Which is exactly what Bert did to me. When we was in top eight, Hella was a problem. So he played Man. that Hella every time I, every time one of my characters, multi health characters, got stunned. Boom, they was gone. You just scratching the surface, man. I know this is off the top <laughs> of my head. It's scratching. I didn't even think surface. about this at work. I'm just, I'm just now looking at it. You know, this is my what second I've, time reading this, and this is just alter ego. This is been just alter ego, dude. Purposely not thinking about stuff. <laughs> We still on break. Right. Right. Well, so, we, we not on break for verses. We doing we working on some versus related things, but right. I'm, yeah. I'm not I ain't trying man, look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's some good it's a good card. I don't even really wanna go into it any further. Yeah, that, it's it's uh that's a really good card. Yeah. Is it literally is a game changer? Photo it's, has a lot of good cards, man. They they got a lot of good cards, but not all of them are game changers. They may be oh, helping no. you assist with a strategy. Like for example, um, you had Black Widow, and she was discarding stuff, but now you also got Langley and the Lone Gunman helping with the discard in addition to Black Widow. So now discard is a thing, you know. Um, like I said, with, with uh, swarm characters and range, that was always a bad combo. But we got super soldiers now. You know, but now you got Alter Ego, you can make anybody super soldier. Just by renaming the card, you didn't change the team, you didn't change their powers or their abilities, you just renamed the card. So now they can team attack with their Alter Ego. So th that, that is a game changer. That changes completely how you play what you have in your hand. Oh, it, sure. play, it, it changes how many times you get to use an ability. I play Black Widow on two. I flip this red. I got a whole bunch of locations, but I'm, I'm drawing crap, right? 
let me play this. Let me rename Black Widow to to Widow Black, and I play Black Widow again on turn three. I'm gonna flip this red. I'm gonna flip this red. You know what I'm saying? So able to gain more board control just because you're not stuck with a card in your hand is huge. Is huge. They didn't take the team away. They didn't take the abilities away. You only renamed the card. And there is a ton of cards that you want to be able to rename. Be they an MC or be they a SC. That's, it's just going to be it's going it's the, the alter ego is a game changer for real so like i said i really hope that people that's complaining about outriders i really hope for their sake not for the folks we expect to win at march but i really hope for their sake they can go ahead and this new set which doesn't come out till february 26th which means, uh, let's look at the calendar here. It means that uh, they come out the week before that tournament in March. So hopefully they will give us all the cards. Because this right here is 4, 8, 9, 10, 11. This is 11 cards they showed us out of 55. So if they consistently show us 11 cards, we might see all the cards by the time the set comes out. And somebody can get that on next day and hopefully people are proxying it now and really getting ready to to do some damage, I hope for their sake, in Vegas. You know? Because like I said, these, these five cards here, some really powerful cards without Outriders. Especially without Outriders. So, like I said, we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, any last thoughts, Vern, for the podcast? Oh, man. Uh, no. <laughs> no, it's, it's, um, you pretty much summed it up. We, 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 we said what we had to say. Uh, I hope people take it the way we mean it as far as, um, uh, you know, Team Apex, we, we approach things from a, from a humble perspective as far as, not today. Uh, well, not today I didn't, because I told people they suck, and they need to get it together instead of banning out. But outriders. look, though, okay, but even then, though, even then, though, even even telling people they suck, that comes from from a personal assessment standpoint as far as how we approach the game. And admittedly, we, admittedly we're not though, saying... I say that because <laughs> I love the game. I don't want people to I, I water. I don't want people to water down the game, so it can fit their standard. I want to have fantastic people playing the game, so we can all have great competition and still enjoy the game. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, say I say it, y'all suck. What I'm saying, in addition to that, because. Uh, We've sucked before, mm-hmm. and some people might still think we suck. That's fine. We'll still and get better. I believe that, uh, however, whatever our meager accomplishments are to this point, we still don't believe we're the best players in the game, and oh, that's what been. our goal is. Never that. That's never. what our goal is. You know, 
So that's why we approach it the way we approach it. Because we feel like there's a certain way we have to approach it to compete. And at this point, we have been correct. So, like Sale said, maybe it's the mindset. Maybe you have to look into yourself and figure out what does it really mean for me to compete and what does it what is this game to you? You know, for even even among Team Apex, being a competitor doesn't mean exactly the same thing for all of us. Like, you right, know, right. them went and played the least likely <laughs> Bell played Robert Modell, and even though Robert, we found a way to make Robert Modell have a decent matchup against Outriders, we all knew that was the iffiest deck to play. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But to Bam, competing means not just winning. It means playing somebody that I feel that I want to play. Right. You know, it, it, it means I want to make I want to. I want to have the best success I can with this deck, with this MC. I have to feel the MC in order to play it. Right now, he was up there, stuck up the joint, but <laughs> but he knew what the possibilities were when he went there. Yeah. So he's had success though with that with that mindset. Right. Playing Buffy. Right. You know, because me and you both disagreed. We both disagreed on Buffy. Oh, for sure. We both disagreed on Buffy. This dude, second place. Like, okay, we was wrong. (laughs) He came up with a way. Let me shut my mouth. He came up with a way. He came up with a way to play it that nobody else was doing. And it worked. Yep. So, you know, everybody has something different that drives them. But like you said earlier, if what's driving you isn't successful, maybe you got to figure something else out. Yeah. And it's nothing wrong with assessing yourself instead of just assessing the game and saying that the game is causing a negative experience. It's not causing a negative experience for everybody. Right. So maybe you just got to figure something out. And I think about personally – Every time I've gotten a top eight, because every top eight I've gotten, I've done it with a different MC in a different format, losing to different people different ways. So at some point, I have to get better as a player. I can't sit back and say, oh, it's the MCs, it's the MCs. No, I remember everybody I lost to. And I lost to the same people that stay in the top eight with me. Same people. When I first top eighted with Luke Cage, I lost against that Spider Man deck full with Prabhu. Guess what? This past oh, this past <laughs> he was in the top eight when we oh. went to the second midwinter, right? He won last year's midwinter, the third midwinter. Guess what? He was in top eight this midwinter. He stayed top eight. It's yeah, Prabhu stays beating team Apex members, man. It's, it's Prabhu. You know what I'm saying? That dude. So so I, it's like, okay, he's playing a different MC every time. So his mindset is the same, is better than, than most of ours. Most of ours as a player. Same thing with Jan. Jan stay whooping me. That's just what it is. I lost to Jan when I should have won at uh, Origins, two Origins ago, when I first played X-23. 
And he beat me. And he got top eight. I was 10th place. When uh, last year, I would have been top four at uh, midwinter. Who did he beat me with? Um, what is her name? Not Madam Hydra. Yeah, Madam Hydra. Yeah, it was Madam Hydra. Right, Madam Hydra versus Falconer. We got it up on the YouTube page. I One card I needed, I didn't have in the deck. Spike Leviathan. Okay. I'm not sitting back blaming, blaming Madam Hydra. I'm blaming Jan. <laughs> That's who I'm blaming. <laughs> I'm blaming Jan. <laughs> you know? Same thing over here. You know, Burt won uh, the second midwinter. You know, and then he washed out in the third midwinter. Then he went 5-0 and in Swiss at this midwinter. Burt stay top eight. You know what I mean? So it's it's just one of them things where it's like, and sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but you come back to, you know, fight another day. Burt won midwinter, and then uh he he did good at this midwinter going five and zero, oh, but he lost to me at Gen Con. Probably lost to me at Gen Con too. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. You know, but I want to make sure I'm going against the best people. That's that's what I'm saying. That to me is what makes a good play experience. Not because I'm losing against the best decks. I knew I was going to lose against Mimic, which ironically didn't happen. I lost against other all wing decks. But it's like, okay, I don't mind losing to those people. Just like Brian Daniel. He up there with Prabhu and Jan too. You know, he's swinging for the fences like everybody else. You know, so he he got top four because he beat me in top eight at Gen Con. You know, props to him. He he played a deck that was gonna gonna get the job done. And that was the the was that the uh the mimic deck? Yeah. I had the that was the one time I lost against Mimic. Because those other mimic decks I beat. You know, I went seven and two. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna just I'm gonna play my game. I know my mindset. I'm gonna I'm gonna do me. And we went in with an alt win, uh, not an alt win, but an anti meta deck that was gonna go against uh, the other stuff. Okay, that's what we do, and that strategy worked. Figure out what the strategy is. Don't don't just sit back and blame the MC or the support characters and stuff like that. You know, figure out what what the strategy needs to be and work on that. You know, and and that's what that's what's going to make us better players for the game. We don't want to make the game worse, and then people don't want to be a part of the community. No, we want to make sure that the game is is on a solid footing so that people can uh, bring something and and still have fun and win. You know, so like I said, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, interesting to see what happens at um in in March at Vegas. It'd be interesting to see who shows up and what they bring. You know. So Well, I'm sure we just earned a lot of new followers after this episode. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Send feedback directly to Marcellus DM. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so like I said, we'll oh, see. Man. We'll see how I go. <laughs> I think this is the last tournament Ooh. for the uh last tournament for the format too. So hopefully next week they'll tell us what the next format is. Yeah. So Yeah, I'm I'm sure they'll tell us soon. They probably gonna wait till they finish spoiling. Well, last year they told us in February. <clears throat> so they'll probably do it like like they did in uh, last year, and next week they'll tell us what the format is. You know, 
And they'll probably tell us on one day what the format is and then tell us on a different day the next spoiler. So if we know spoilers is on Wednesday, they're probably going to tell us either Tuesday or Thursday what the format is. I doubt they do it hey, in man, the same episode. Uh, same, same, uh, I'm here for all of it. Post. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So go ahead and wrap up this podcast. It's your boy, Cell, along with my co-host. It's your buddy, Vern. So... From the depths. Yep. So, uh, yeah, buddy. So, uh, want to communicate with Team Apex? You can always communicate with us. Email us at Team Apex for the win. That's Team Apex for the win. Spell the whole thing out. And uh, at gmail.com. So, that's Team Apex for the win at gmail.com. So, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. We'll see you guys in the forum.